Good morning. It's a joy and a blessing to be here. I'm sure Janine's even sorrier. But thankfully, we have an opportunity to, to be together and sing songs of praise and share communion. Unfortunately, I don't have charts and graphs, and I'm not going to talk about the weather. So, because as you know, I don't like snow. <clears throat> Matthew texted Jack and I pretty early on Thursday, and I'll tell the rest of this story after my lesson, but. It got me thinking, and the first thing I, want, I thought about is, as Americans, when the phone rings, we just pick up the phone and say, hello, and we would assume that everyone else throughout the world says the same thing, but that's not the case. The Russians pick up the phone and say, I'm listening. The French say, who's on the phone? The Spanish, they say hable, which means speak. Germans, they just pick up the phone and say their last name. The Portuguese, and strangely enough, over in Ghana, they say yellow, yellow. <laughs> it's like you didn't hear them the first time. So just like answering the phone, there are so many different ways around the world, and there's different ways to answer God's call. We have three examples in the Bible and three reactions that I want to touch on this morning. The first one is Jonah, and everybody from small to, small to old knows the story of Jonah and the fish. Jonah said, here am I, and then he went the other way. He said, not me. I got a better idea. Well, it took, took Jonah getting swallowed by a fish before he realized, yeah, I better go to Nineveh. And look at, look at how that turned out. The second one is Moses. Moses was very strong, could. And then when it really came to time for him to serve, he said, please get somebody else. I don't really want to do it. I can't talk. I can't speak. Even though God felt sorry for, for Moses, he must really couldn't, couldn't speak. He gave him Aaron. The last one was from our text, Isaiah. Isaiah said, here am I, send me, as soon as he heard the Lord's call on who he should send. I've got some examples from what the Traverse City Church here does as far as answering God's call. Most of you will recognize Samuel and Teresa. <clears throat> Samuel is the, the president of Heritage Christian College over in, uh, over in Ghana. 
we support the Project Timothy program through Heritage. Heritage takes some of their teachers and goes to the northern region of Ghana. And Project Timothy is to educate and develop church leaders in the north. This is one of the recent photos of one of the classes held in Yindi. And there's three, three classes that go on simultaneously twice a year for an intense two-week period. Traverse City Church also supports Harbor Springs. Some of you don't know this, but Harbor Springs was a church plant from Dale DeVerney over in Roger City. And we have been asked to help support the Harbor Springs Church in finding a minister and watching over his support. What's kind of neat about um, Harbor Springs is they meet in the city hall. They don't have a building. So having that, that sign, the church meets here every Sunday morning, sitting or Sunday afternoon, excuse me, sitting out in front of the city hall is a true blessing. The other, if you want to support them, it's a nice drive up to Harbor Them between three and four every Sunday. Some of you don't know, but probably over the last 20 years, we have been supporting the, the Teen Mother Program through the TCAPS, Traverse City School System. So it takes, and we provide some support, and they help those teens through that period. And now I'm gonna have to put my glasses on <clears throat> These are some of the statistics. The problem of teen pregnancy, only, f and I'm only going to touch on a few of them, 40% 40, 40 of teen moms will graduate from high school. With Through this program, 98%. 20%, boy, that should have been bigger. So you can see my shortfalls. I thought I could read it through here. Um, so anyways, let me just touch on the 40%, the 20%, the 2%. So those are the problems. The solutions are drastically different. The Village of Hope over in Ghana. The Village of Hope is everything from an orphanage which we support uh, one of the orphans here as a congregation, and there's many people that support just individually. Um, it starts from preschool all the way up through high school. They also have a, a hospital that they care for all, not only all the orphans, but the rest of the community. This is the elementary school at Village of Hope. This is first through sixth grade. 
The picture in the lower left is the preschool. And when I say preschool, they start like at six months old and go all the way up to kindergarten. The upper right photo is a new building um, for the neonatal care unit that the hospital has. And that, that's for the uh, orphans at the Traverse City House. All the change that we, we collect goes to help feed the street children outreach program. And this is the village, it's through the Village of Hope. And this is the Accra campus. And they leave from here and reach out to the street children, provide them a meal and talk to them, obviously about the gospel and they offer them to come and learn a trade. This is Hope, uh, the high school over at Village of Hope. <clears throat> you heard me talk about Dale DeVerney earlier, and we have supported the work over in Rogers City for, I believe, about 10 years to 12 years, something like that. Um, Dale has been very instrumental on not only starting <clears throat> the Harbor Springs congregation, but really strengthening the Rogers City congregation and working throughout the very tip of tip of northern Michigan. This is their church building, so if, if you ever find yourself on the sunrise side of the state, please stop in and help support them. Some of you send out cards, whether it's a thank you card, a get well card, uh, sympathy cards, encouragement cards, and honestly, I don't know anybody that doesn't like getting a card. Bless you. Some of the ladies have very high skills of making things out of just random pieces of cloth. And these are little dresses that the ladies have sewn amongst, they make shorts and um, other personal products for the some of you may not recognize Christian and Lizzie, but Christian is, he is responsible for bringing the, the work here to Traverse City over in 74 and quit his job at the chocolate factory. They, Ghana is a very high producer of cocoa and they have chocolate factories. He quit his job to be able to take the time and spread the gospel throughout Ghana and the other neighboring countries. Uh, we still support Christian in his retirement. And uh, if you haven't met him, hopefully someday he'll uh, come back and visit and you can meet him. He is truly, truly a very wonderful man. And Lizzie's even better.
we've supported the search program that's aired every Sunday morning on 29 and 8 at 7.30. Um, it reaches countless, countless households throughout the United States and Canada. Uh, even if you find yourself in, in Detroit or Escanaba, anywhere around the state, you can, you can generally find, and all you have to do is go to their website and you can find where it's listed throughout the United States. Um, it's, a, it's a very good program. It's very insightful. And, um, as of this year, we started supporting Let the Bible Speak. It's very similar to the search program. The one caveat is it concentrates mainly on the Upper Peninsula and Northern Wisconsin. So I don't, a few people may remember James Larson, James and Pam Larson. James was a used car salesman and uh, they had a son named Rudy who had spinal bifida and Pam, Pam was a Christian. She attended here faithfully and it wasn't until after uh, Rudy died that James was baptized and it wasn't very long after James was baptized he decided that he needed to give up what he was doing and serve, serve the Lord and spread the gospel. For a while, he was our youth minister and worked in coordination with a couple of the other congregations. James is now retired, but, and uh, I think it's Michael, is the, the preacher at... Uh, Marquette is ta has taken over for James. But you can see the churches in the UP that, that they support, work with. This is Daniel Dumasi and his family. We as a congregation sent him through Heritage Christian Bible College to be a full-time evangelist. And he is our missionary over in Ghana. Daniel often um, travels probably about 30 miles, 40 miles, which doesn't seem very far to us because we have very improved roads. He does it on a motorcycle and he visits and supports the congregations and spreads the gospel throughout uh, the northeastern side of Ghana. He also performs, obviously, funerals and naming ceremonies and weddings. This is a picture of after um, one of the gospel meetings, went to a local river and did, I think we did about six baptisms, but Daniel and the other evangelists were the ones preaching and teaching the classes. Past couple years, uh, through a partnership with Water for West Africa and Healing Hands International, we've, we've done the Walk for Water, which 
I think it's a lot of fun. You get to walk your four-legged creature and walk with water on top of your head. And uh, it's just a good, good fellowship time and raising, raising money for a very good cause to provide fresh, clean water to the people of Western Africa and actually throughout the world because Water for West Africa's partnership with Healing Hands not, o not only touches Western Africa, it touches Eastern Africa, Haiti, uh, the Dominican Republic. It, they have a very large footprint around the world. I often say water is the key to life, whether it's a spiritual or physical water. So the opportunity to be able to f provide the fresh, clean water to people around the world is a true blessing. And then we have the ability to be able to, through that, spread, spread the gospel. So if we don't see God for who he really is here on Sunday and the small things that he's asked us to do, like to follow him, obey him, take his word out into the world, we're not going to be motivated the rest of the week, Monday through Saturday. He told us to meet on the first day of the week. That was one thing he told us to do. He told us to pray continuously. The only way we're going to be able to see his signs, because we're not going to have a burning bush to be able to tell us what to do. We're not going to have miraculous uh, dreams we're not going to be whispered and hear the voice of God anymore. So we have to be diligent and in the word and looking for those little signs. And I'll conclude my story about Thursday. And in that very early on in the day, Matthew texted both Jack and I and said, I'm not going to be able to be there Sunday. We need to find somebody to substitute. Well, my first reaction was, I was Jonah. I pretended I didn't see that text. <laughs> that, that was, it was well into the afternoon before I think I responded to that text. And then Jack called me and then I was Moses. <laughs> I'm serious. I was really Moses. <laughs> it's like, you got to send somebody else. I can't do that. The more I, I decided, or I saw the signs that, hey, this is just, a, it's a subtle sign. I need to be like Isaiah. So Jack texted me later on that evening and said, I'm putting something together. And I said, no, you don't have to. 
if we're not in the word and not recognizing small little signs. And a lot of those examples that I showed this morning, there's many other people doing many other small little things throughout the congregation. So I say, uh, my question this morning is, who are we as a congregation? Are we Moses, Jonah, or Isaiah? I'd say as a congregation, we're, a, a, we're Isaiah, with a little bit of Moses, and maybe a little bit of Jonah. We could always do better. And as far as asking, who am I? Who do I relate to? I'll let, let you decide that. I appreciate the, the time, and I'm glad I didn't wear my long underwear because it's really hot up here. <laughs> But I was, so there's, there's one, one little caveat, the, the classrooms out, if you haven't noticed, they don't have heat. So um, I'll be able to cool off out there. <clears throat> I appreciate you all so much and the things that you individually do and the prayers that you individually do. God gives us everything that we need to carry out his word. All we have to do is let him work through us and let him do it. If there's someone here in the congregation that isn't a Christian and wants to be a part of the family, I'll invite you while we stand and sing.